Taylor Swift famously wrote the lyrics, can I ask you a question? While seemingly a simple query, it plays to the idea that we all have questions, some we never pose, and some we agonize over never being answered. Pop culture is overrun with gossip columnists, blind items, and paparazzi photos in this predatory society we live in. But what if you actually got to sit down with your favorite artist or athlete? What if you got to ask them all the questions you've always pondered? But here's the catch. You can't ask them questions that you've seen speculated on in social media. Instead, you get to ask them why. Why did they write that song? Why did they choose that part to audition for? Why did they sign with that team? Why did they write that book? Back in the day, MySpace was known as, quote, a place for friends. The Space show is instead a place where we get to really know each other, not just on the surface. Knowing why someone does something can literally change the trajectory of history. That being said, can I ask you a question? All right, welcome to this week's episode of Space. Becca and Mandy. Um, so this week's episode, if you are looking at the subject, is going to be about the People's Choice Awards, but we have other topics that we must discuss first. Um, so in full disclosure, we're recording this yes. on Monday, February 12th, which means that the Super Bowl just happened, like, what, 15-ish hours ago? So something like that. I don't, I'm not. A, we that, are. Yeah. Uh, you'll you'll learn when you watch the show. We are not math people nor geography. So it's, it's a whole thing that numbers. comes up way more than we ever thought would. But uh, so the Chiefs won. Woo! And we, we didn't see that one. <laughs> we, I mean, literally till like overtime, didn't see it coming. Um, Becca, I'll let you go first. Give me your thoughts on, let's talk about the game itself first. Okay. So we knew going into this one, it was going to be a battle. You had two of the best teams. The yeah. Chiefs did not start out the season looking like one of the best teams, but when they hit playoffs, it was like a whole new energy just overtook them. So I assumed it was going to be close. When... Mm -hmm. And then the 49ers come out, kick a field goal, then they get a touchdown. And we hadn't put anything on the board. We were sweating bullets. Like, mm -hmm. I thought we would get mm -hmm. at least a field goal, something. something. I was literally, like, looking up stats and everything. And it had said all four Super Bowls that Patrick has gone to, he has been behind by at least 10 points going into the half. So I was like, okay, he's won a couple of those being behind. So we're okay still. <laughs> But it right. just, it felt like they weren't keeping on all cylinders and couldn't get solid plays together. And when they could get a solid play, the very next one would give the Niners the ball. So I just, I mean, we were texting back and forth. Like, they've given this game to the Niners. They deserve to lose. We were so mad at them. <laughs> angry. Very so, angry. Overtime, I was like, this is where Patrick shines. He shines mm -hmm. in overtime, which is a wild place to do it. But whatever. <laughs> really it's really not great for our blood pressure that that's where no, he decides yeah. to turn it on um i mean if he's curious if he's curious about what's good for my health it's not really that um but yeah <laughs> yeah what were your thoughts on that 
Um, okay, so <clears throat> a couple of things, and this will snowball into some other topics. Um, number one, the first, honestly, the first, like the whole like regular time of that game before overtime was a cluster. It was literally like every moment there was momentum, there was a near disaster or complete disaster lurking in the corner. Yeah. Um, the offense, like, I, I don't know what in the hell was happening in the first part of the game. Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, deserves a gold medal. Yes. He called an incredible game. Um, Chris Jones, give the man what he wants, Clark Hunt. Like, I, I have already told, I have already told Judd, listen, Chris Jones is not coming back. He wants 95 million plus. They're not going to give it to him. I don't care what it takes. If I need to start sending in part of my paycheck, just let me know. Does my time to go to you? <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, because that is furthering the gospel in my life. Um, so there was that. The defense saved the day. Um, so that was like the regular part of the game. Um, I will give the 49ers credit. Well, look, I will give a few of them credit. Brock Purdy. Like, I was thoroughly impressed. That kid goes from nothing. Mr. Irrelevant was, like, a high point for him at that point in life. He had so much poise during that game. It was unbelievable. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, he is not uneasy at all. He was solid from start to finish. I was texting you. He was playing better than Patrick. Yeah. Um, So I will totally give him that. Outside of that, I'm kind of out. Like, I typically like Christian McCaffrey. I didn't think, and I mean, I saw that he, like, set a record for, like, I think it was 80-something rushing yards and 80-something catch at receiving yards, and that's, like, a record or whatever in the Super Bowl. He still didn't deliver to me. I just was like, hmm. Their receivers, I mean, Debo obviously pulled up with that hamstring, and so something was off with him, but I just didn't think that. But I didn't think their offense was that great. No. And our defense had prepped for McCaffrey. They knew exactly. They were watching videos of McCaffrey still running with two defenders pulling him. Like, they knew if you touch Mm -hmm. him, you have to get him down. So Well, and I did. I think they only threw to him, like, two catches for four yards. Well, I was going to bring that up. That surprised me, but we were ready for Kittle. But did you also notice, I think it was when overtime started, he ran to the locker room. His shoulder was completely out of socket. Okay. I figured it was something. I think they were far more banged up in that game than they were even wanting to let on. Now, you know this. Um, I freaking hate Nick Bosa. I think he is one of God's worst creations, and that is an understatement. I cannot stand that guy. So let me tell you, the fact that they lost – Brought me so much immense joy, even if they had not, even if it wasn't the Chiefs, I would have been elated just because of that. Right. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I thought I was going to lose my mind that every time Patrick freaking scrambled, he ran to the his right, our left, which is where Nick Bosa was every time. I was so angry. Stop letting that guy get it, get you. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, the biggest takeaway from the, the actual game itself was the 49ers got outcoached. Big time. Yeah. 
like so we've seen today time yes i was gonna say we've seen today that Kyle Yusechek and a lot of the 49ers, like, we didn't even know the rules of overtime. First of all, you're in the NFL. Your coaches have to tell you that? Like, that to me, I was like, didn't you went to Harvard? Like, pull it together. They didn't tell you. Wouldn't that be something you're, you and the guys would get together and be like, hey, did you know the rules changed for this or whatever? Somebody yeah. had to have said something. I just didn't like, what? but leave it to good old Andy. He has been practicing that since training camp. And I'm like, that's why you win right there. Yep. Because you're literally coaching for every single situation. Every time yeah. they would get in a bind or you've only got 10 seconds on the clock or you can only make one play. In my head, I'm thinking mass panic. What do we do? But in their heads, we've already practiced this exact thing before, which is crazy that you've thought of all of these scenarios. But that's what you, that's what wins. And, you know, <clears throat> When they were when they did the coin toss for overtime and the and the the uh, 49ers chose to receive, I thought yeah. it was weird. And then I was like, I bet they're just playing mental games. They're going to be like, oh, we came out and scored. Now you're playing from behind. Blah blah blah. I thought it was like purposeful. I didn't know they were a bunch of buffoons and didn't know. And it was like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Like what? I just still am like, y'all yeah. are idiots. But okay. I guess. Um, Thought they were going to get, or Kyle thought they were going to get a field goal. Chiefs yeah. were going to get the ball, get a field goal, and then they would get it back and could score the touchdown. Maybe that's yeah. what he thought it was going to play out, but clearly he has not watched Patrick in overtime before. I think Kyle did a lot of a tipping the old bottle back this week as it was clear he showed up to media day drunk. Um, Off his rock. They were just not prepared. Um, there was a controversial moment that I am probably going to go off on a soapbox about. <clears throat> um, and I've, I've tried to process a little bit before I got to this. But I've seen so many comments, um, specifically from mothers, which we both are, um, on Facebook, um, that it will be in my newsletter this week that I'm going to write about this because I'm, I'm fired up about it. Okay. Um. Chiefs make a big, big, long pass. I think it's the longest pass of the game. And then Isaiah Pacheco fumbles the ball on like the, I don't know, six yard line. Yes. Listen, I was super angry myself. I was saying words that God doesn't want me to say. Um, ne neither did my eight-year-old because he still talked about it this morning. Vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. Still this morning, my eight-year-old was like, you, you said a cuss word last night. Nobody asked you, Judd. Um, so I was angry. Um, and also our friend Travis Kelsey was angry. Yes. Um, and so there was a moment on the sideline when he yeah. um, came to speak with Coach Reed about his anger. Um, and a couple things. It very much on the onset when it happened bothered me as well. It looked like okay. just at the first part, it looked like Travis shoved Andy. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? Simmer down. Um, yeah. Once I've seen the replays about 758,000 times, that's not what happened. Nope. He chest bumped him like they always do, and Andy was off balance. Yes. So that happened. So every woman on Facebook, I swear, has been bashing Travis. This is, oh, talking about how he's going to be an abuser to Taylor. People, Obviously. I need you to calm the bless down, first of all. Yeah. 
There ain't no way in a living hell that Travis Kelsey would raise a finger to a woman. Okay. I would bet my life on that. Never going to happen. Never. You're an idiot for thinking that first of all. Number one. Point number two. Um, If he's never played sports, stay out of the conversation. First of all, you have no idea the drama that goes into it. Yeah. And my third point would be, if you want a team full of athletes who don't care and are passive, go ahead. Yes. We, we are not the same. We are not the same person. Okay. Andy Reid has come out instantly before he even had time to see social media. If Andy Reid even has social media, because let's right. be honest, dude, does, I don't even, he probably has a flip phone still. Right. He came out instantly. No problems with what happened with Travis because it was not purposeful. He was not trying to push Andy Reid. And he, well, he said he loves he's it. Guy and he's not doing yeah. it. Yeah. He loves it. And he literally said that. But even in the moment, still on the sidelines, game hasn't ended. Travis has no idea what's happening on social media. Travis still walked up to Andy and apologized anyway. Yeah. So, What's wrong with people? Why are we like, oh, we should cancel Travis Kelsey? Calm down. You people have lost it. And I don't care if it isn't Travis. If it had been Nick Bosa. Yeah. Here, here's the reason I would have struggled with Nick Bosa. Because I, I don't know Nick Bosa the way I know Travis Kelsey. I don't know his character. I don't know the integrity he has. I don't know how he was raised. I don't know any of those things. I don't know his track record. All of those things are very public about Travis. You have lost your mind if you think for two seconds he would abuse anyone. Like, you have lost it. I think a lot of that comes from the people that became football fans towards the end of the season once Taylor came on. And they're the ones that aren't looking into the interviews. They're not reading the articles. They're not seeing all aspects of it. They're just seeing a headline or a five-second spot on the actual game. So it's interesting that you got upset as soon as it happened because I did not. As soon well, as I saw it happen, I, I was got like, upset because I got, I would not have been upset had I not been with Judd. And the only reason that impacted me was because Judd goes, why did Travis just push coach Andy? And I was like, oh, why did he do that? Two seconds. Then I like watch the whole thing. Then I go look at Andy's comments. I look at Travis's talk to Judd about it. And Yeah, he's not confused today. He's not. He doesn't think that it's right to hurt someone because that's not what Travis did. Right. Well, and I think also if you look at the whole thing, Travis was rushing over to Coach Reed. He's a big dude. He had some speed on Coach Reed does not see him in the peripherals. Right. He like blindsided him. I don't think Travis was trying to push him. I think he was trying to get close enough to hear him. And because Coach Reed wasn't expecting it, it easily pushed him to the side. But if you'll recall in a December game, I can't remember who they were playing, but Travis got upset because he dropped a ball. He came onto the the sidelines and threw his helmet. And when somebody tried to hand Travis the helmet back, Andy came up and checked Travis with his chest right up on Travis. So this isn't like a one-off. It was just Travis. They do it all the time. You're in the moment of a big game that determines the outcome of your entire season. There's emotions, there's feelings. These guys want to win. There's a lot on the line for them. It was completely normal and to be expected. And I never saw an ounce of disrespect from either side. No. And I think no. it's sad 
people can't see the full scope of it and instead just take that two second clip. So annoying. If you get my newsletter, I assure you Thursday's <laughs> intro will be completely about yeah. this because I will not be over it. I won't be. Um, so I had that note. Um, okay, that's my first yeah. soapbox of the episode that's over, but there are more coming. Stay tuned. Um, let's talk about hack time. Let's switch to that before we get to our favorite topics. Um, hack time. How did you feel about it? What'd you think? It wasn't horrible. It was better than last year's. I will say that. I do Good. feel okay. like Usher to dance. So, which, fine. You're a great dancer. Maybe let's pre-record some vocals. Like, just so yeah. that there's mm -hmm. something going on. Um, I do, because I had some friends at the game, so they were posting video from their seat in the end zone. I do mm -hmm. think that he did a great job of making it a full performance. So there was a yeah. lot going on for people that yeah. are facing the stands. So I think he did great. Um, the skates made me nervous. I was afraid somebody was going to bite it. <laughs> Listen, speaking of, did you see the woman that was on the pole that fell off the pole? Yeah. I hope she grabs real tight at the bottom. because. And then the one right. guy they threw in the air. I never saw I never him saw again. <laughs> Somebody should probably check. I don't know. That was startling. Um, I love that he brought special guests out. I always think when you're doing a halftime show, you have to add that extra element in there. Yeah. It just, it's a big show. You have a lot of space to fill. It mm -hmm. can't be a one-person thing. Um, so I loved that. I did think the whole Alicia Keys where he's like holding on her and grabbing. It mm -hmm. just was awkward knowing like she's married to someone else. He had just gotten like a marriage license before the game. Like it just. Yeah. They got married last night. Yeah. So they did. So I mean, commitment, which is this is his what? Third wife. So lifetime ish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so it yeah. was a little odd that I didn't think it was horrible. I thought it was much better than last year's. Agreed. I, I did not like, and I like Rihanna, but it was. Yeah. I'm not big on pregnant women's bellies. Like just. It was too much fun. Yeah. Um, dancing, listen, you're not going to beat Usher. Like, dude can move, and it's sexual even if you're not attracted. I mean, it's yeah. it's good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> um, Alicia Keys, I normally enjoy. I know you don't. Um, I didn't think she was good, and I also thought she was very that randomly played. I was like, she that wasn't a note, it. honey. That was, that was, mm -mm. Nope. that wasn't a note. That was a clap. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was real rough. And when he started singing at the beginning, I was like, oh, why are we not lip singing? This is bad. Yes. Um, one pre-recorded is completely fine. Totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. We'd have been good with it. Um, but yeah, I could watch him dance for hours. Um, when her came out, not gonna lie, two seconds thought it was Northwest, and I was like, what in the hell is happening? Didn't even realize it was someone famous, thought it was just somebody in his band. <laughs> It took me a minute. I thought it was Northwest, and I was like, well, this is real awkward. Um, okay. So I thought she was randomly placed. Um, Luda and Little John, um, that had to happen. We joke at my house because Little John is Aaron's cousin. And so the second he came out, I just started making so much fun of Aaron because he's so embarrassed that they're cousins. Um, well, I don't know why either. I think it's funny, and he's so, a super nice guy, but like Aaron's yeah. so embarrassed at all. Um, 
They were perfect. Um, Jermaine Dupri. Good heavens. Like, was it that little man? I thought that was CeeLo for a second. And then I was like, why does he have Easter oh, socks? Judd. I Judd asked about the socks, too. Judd said he's wearing a girl's socks. And I was like, oh, I know I went to church when I was four or five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering where his ruffles and bonnet were. But, you know. Um, the skates scared me to no end. I was like, and you notice there was a point that Usher did almost fall. When he slipped um, through the leg. And he hit the leg. I was like, Gush. those <laughs> things made me so nervous. I, I couldn't breathe. Um, I will say, I saw the internet was very mad that Beaver was not with him. I was thrilled. I'm so over all of them. <laughs> Don't get me started on that soapbox. Um, that's, that's fair. Let's be honest. You know I'm going to get there here in a minute anyway. <laughs> but um, overall, I thought it was good. I just, for me... And I love the nostalgia of it. But when it comes to nostalgia in the Super Bowl and halftime, you're never going to top the Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre show for me. It's just never going to happen. Um, no. I did not rush out and buy Usher tickets because I could not pay to hear that man sing. Not happening. No. No, um, but yeah, it was it was good. Um, it was definitely better than last year. Um, we, oh, I skipped something. Sorry. Um Andre Day, I was terrible at the beginning. That was real rough. Um, blessing so on her life. Audience that could have just come down and nailed that. No practice was, required. Beyonce, it was just go ask. It was real bad, real bad. Um, Post Malone, I thought did a wonderful job. They did a great job. And yeah, talk about a man that all he did was quit drinking coke, and he looks fantastic. Fantastic. Good for him. Well, it's funny because I had told Aaron, I said, um, we've been talking about how the post had lost weight. He looks really good. And I was like, yeah, he quit drinking Coke. I don't think Aaron heard the Coke part. And so then, you know, later in the game, you see him drinking. He was like, he is drinking. And I was like, just Coke, just Coke. Coke. Does wonders for some people. Um, yeah. Reba, Reba was not terrible for me. Yeah. I fully I was working sick for her. I was oh, yeah. It. She did mm -hmm. a great job. I think she did great because she didn't try and go all over the place and hit all. She was just Reba. Simple. Yeah. She did great. With her, uh, she was just Reba with her Mary J. Blige coat on. Yes. I like that. Um, that was good. Um, any commercials that jumped out at you that you want to talk about before we get to the good stuff on that? Um, the only one that I loved was the Dunkin' Donuts. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, was good. Yeah. Um, I liked that one um, with the talking babies and pickleball. Yeah. I thought that um, obviously the big news with bunny ears um, was Beyonce announcing new music and the Verizon commercial. I'll be honest. I think she missed it because she wasn't clear because even I texted you and I was like, Beyonce has a new album. That's not true. I mean, she does, but not until March 29th. All she had last night was a new single. And the other thing was it was only on title. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Yeah, I would have never known that, but Erin has title because I was like, what is happening? I don't she to me that was she missed that whole thing. Yeah. Um some so, contract deal, and that was the reason. Listen, Verizon probably has seven dollars left in their bank account after whatever they paid her for that. Them and the Lord. Jesus helps whatever. Okay. Come well that right. thank you for welcoming me to soapbox number two. Um <clears throat> listen on that one also. If you've got $7 million to pay for a commercial, how about you help some people? They did three. 
that's $21 million if you were curious. I know we're not math whizzes, but even I can come up with that. I know that. Listen, you can help some people. I don't, the whole part, point I think of that was that Jesus gets you and he loves you. But I think the people behind that commercial might not get Jesus. That's not the mm -mm. PR campaign. That's not my Jesus. And don't talk, don't, don't talk to me about Jesus washing feet when you're paying $21 million to be on the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear it. You're full of crap. That money to spread the gospel, if that's your full purpose. That was not it. Man, feed a homeless person. Yeah, a lot of them. Embarrassing. I really, truly thought it was embarrassing. It was. I think they should be ashamed. A hundred percent. I'll say here um, all the backlash. Yeah, I just post. It was you and I talking, wasn't it, last night via text about how Christians all get lumped into the same yep. boat? And I think that's so true. Like, I was I'm a Christian. And I was offended by those commercials and embarrassed. Don't lump me in the same category. It's the same thing. And I said this to you. It's the same thing with Republicans. Don't lump yeah. me into being a Trump supporter just because I'm a Republican. No, thank you. Like, don't tell yeah. me what I am and don't embarrass me. And that's what you're doing on both sides. So, right. yeah. Um, and honestly, like, I think you were an embarrassment to the gospel by that garbage. So good luck. Yep. Um, Okay, so that was Soapbox 2. Thank you. Um, let's go ahead and uh, segue into our favorite topic at the Super Bowl. Our girl. She was there in all her glory and beauty. She looked fantastic. Can we all please take a moment? Of, can we take a moment of silence for the absolute drop-dead gorgeousness of Blake Lively? Because, yes. holy Jesus, she... She does it for me. A sweatsuit, and she looked gorgeous. million dollars. Could also, I get my hair to look like that? Could I get? Nope. I think if we no had enough money, we could. That can't all be hers, right? She's always had a lot of hair, so I think That's it is true. gorgeous. Listen, um, she was. I. There are no words. Even Judge said. I said to Aaron, Blake Lively is the most gorgeous woman on the planet. Judd says, mommy, that's not true. So I think he's going to say, but mommy, you are. He said, it's definitely Taylor Swift. Okay. Well, he's not wrong. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's probably not me instead, but I was like, oh, because he's so sweet. He always tells me how beautiful I look. And so I just knew he was going to say, but mommy, it's Taylor Swift. And he's not wrong because she also yeah. looked like a million dollars last night. Looked fantastic. Listen, fantastic. I love that she doesn't like have Fendi and Louis Vuitton and Dior like stamped all over her. It's very mm -hmm. subtle in how she dresses. Yep. She's not. Listen, her dad went into a sports fan shop and said, give me everything. <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> I'll take it all. I don't put it all on right now. But just the only the thing he was missing was a fanny pack. He needed a fanny pack. 100%. I bet you he had on Chiefs socks and underwear. Underwear, yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, with Taylor, really the only thing that always screams is... Yeah. With with Taylor, the only thing that ever screams label is her shoes. They're always Louboutin. Always. Yes. Yeah. And those had 87 on the side, and it was... Listen, I'd do it. Um, I loved her hair. 
I love her hair when it's like that because you know how I feel about it when it's down. I think it looks stringy, yeah. the whole thing. Um, yes. I thought the braids were cute. Did you notice that the braids on the side formed a heart? I don't even know how you do that. Okay, so I at first I was like, is that like a rat's nest? What's happening here? And then I That's got a, a different angle because I watched the videos. And I was like, oh, I yeah. think that was supposed to be a heart. So, okay. It was. I don't know how was you do that, but that's how it's yeah, she looked incredible. Um, Ashley Avignon looked really pretty. Um, Ice Spice looked nice. She did um, look nice. I thought that as well. Lana looked. Did, we haven't even talked about this. Did you see Lana Del Rey get tackled? Yes. <laughs> Please tell me. Please tell me you saw <laughs> Ross Travis jump down on her and her go boom because it was <laughs> freaking hilarious. I just yeah. love that. That's what she gets for being a 49ers fan. Yeah. Oh, I thought Kelly Teller was coming off the side of the rail. I thought she was coming over the plexiglass. Like, I'm going to tell you. Had, somebody holds her. If Blake Lively had not put her arm around her, I'm telling you she was going over the. And Blake was such a mother last night. Did you see her holding Taylor up at one point? Because yeah. Taylor was literally like yeah. melting and she was like, no. Yeah. Um, I can see it. Gotten Andrea over there. You know, it always does my heart so much good to see Andrea Swift. Um, Austin and Sydney were there. Um, all of Travis's friends and all the Kelsey family, though we didn't get to see much of Kylie during the game, which is always sad. Yeah. But I think that being up in the crazy, that's not her vibe. No. She wants to like see the game, she wants to see the replays. So it makes sense that she kind of stays in the back where there's a TV and you can have a little bit more like intimate conversation. Yeah. Um, we've talked about, we think that she and Andrea hung out in the back and talked all night, which I think is accurate. Did you see um, Taylor bringing Paul McCartney into the box and introducing her to Travis's family? Can you imagine her? Oh, this is Paul. Paul. Oh. back. Um, speaking of introducing people, you know that my most favorite moment from the pregame was when Taylor introduced Jason to Ice Spice. Listen, we love I would pay one. millions of dollars to know what he said to her because you know he was a complete fool. And if he doesn't talk about it on the New Heights show, I will be angry. Okay, so here was my question when Taylor, you see Taylor in there and she's introducing. Do they yeah. call her Ice Spice? Do you think she she's does. like, hey, this is Ice? She does. I don't remember what Ice Spice's real name is, but I have heard Taylor, I've heard like video of Taylor introducing someone to her at the Video Music Awards. And she okay. said to whoever it was, I want to say it was, I think it was Kelsey Ballerini that she was introducing Ice to at that. And she said, this is Ice. Now she didn't say this is Ice Spice. She just said, this is Ice. Okay. I just wondered if like so, she goes by her real name, but I can just hear Jason be like, what was that? Listen, the, I'm telling you, you know that Ice Spice has that new song. Hang on. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's got something to do with a, hold on. Because if I mess it up, it's going to be even worse than it really Did is. Did you know this? That all weekend, Jason was drinking out of the gold cup from the baby statue from the new. Yes. And let me tell you that Jason's overalls at the game yesterday, I am trying to find them today online and ordering them for Aaron and Judd. Because I love them. I, think I bet you next season, I Scott has a Oh, he is, let me tell you something. 
Scott Swift probably got so drunk last night because that was his first time in a club in probably 40 to 45 years. He probably got Chiefs tattooed on his ass this morning. I'm telling you, it's probably happened. He married um, someone happened. God, I'm telling you. So I Spice has a new song that just came out last month called Thank You The Shit. And then in parentheses, it says fart. Tell me Jason Kelsey did not ask her. Now, the fart or the shit, like, what? what tell me he didn't. Or when he got introduced, did he ask her, now, which spice are you? Like, I'm, t- I'm just telling you. God, I would have done anything to hear that conversation. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, so it was fun. so, everything was so perfect. Um, and then, of course, in the trophy ceremony, Travis being a plum fool, doing the Viva Las Vegas, just like Jason did on the podcast. I thought it was so sweet. But I think if you didn't watch New Heights, you missed how sweet that moment actually was. Yeah. Um, you probably just thought, like, this dude's already drunk and the game just ended. Um, which is possible. But, um, and then we got the moment that we love. Yes. First of all, he blew her a kiss from the stage. She blew him back. Yep. Then he comes down. And I texted you because I thought he said, come here, girl. Oh, no. He said, baby girl. Baby girl. We, Jesus, it will, it will carry me for a whole other season. <laughs> this will get I, there are no words. There are no words. And let me just tell you, if something were to go wrong in this relationship, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I will never believe in love again. I won't believe in love again. It's over. Dead to me. Um, they were as precious as can be. That her security guards deserve a raise, deserve a plaque, a medal of honor, something. Listen. They, not only have they done AFC Championship, which she went on to do, they have to do the Super Bowl with her going on. Film. Of all places, yeah. To the clubs where you're to the club in Vegas. Each other. I can't. With drunk McGee, Travis, like, Travis was so drunk when they were leaving. I don't know if you noticed this. When they were leaving the club, they're, you know, like, all hugged up. Security in front, security beside her. Poor Travis falls into the barrier thing and has to get himself back up. And she's just, like, so drunk she can't even look up. I love when she gets so drunk that she just is, like, Uh she won't even look up. Is knowing that all of them had to wake up early to be at Disney today with their children. McCall Hardman was on Good Morning America at 7 a.m. New York time. This is this poor man's face. And if you're not watching us on YouTube, just go look it up. But this poor man, he was like, yeah, then I blacked out. He's like, I have no, let me tell you something. McCall Hardman blacked out when he caught the touchdown and when he was on Good Morning America today. He probably has no recollection. He's like, I talked to Robin Roberts today. I have no idea. Listen, we should not be putting these people up morning after. Give them a day. No, listen. And, you know, it has been, well, I haven't been able to drink in, what, like a, a year and a half now since my surgery, but. It's been a long time since I've been hungover, even before I can still drink. The thought of being hungover in Disneyland with children. No, thank you. Being Mm -mm. sober in Disneyland with children. No, no. We were we were talking about going to Disneyland for spring break. And I was like, nah, I'm good. We'll watch a Disney movie instead. I'm good. Give me a free trip to go. I would not. Mm -mm. 
Now, if, well, I'll take that back. If they were letting me go with them, I'd probably go, but. 100%. Yeah. No. We won't know. We won't know for several more hours if Taylor goes to Disneyland. I'm going no, simply because she's got to get to Melbourne, Australia. And I was thinking she's got an extra day, but she doesn't. But they're 16 hours ahead. Is she still on Tokyo time, basically? Listen, she lives on Taylor Swift time because there is no other explanation as to how she is functioning and making it nice. I should have filmed me trying to explain to Aaron the past week of Taylor's life because this is how I began. Well, Aaron, she left Tokyo Saturday night at like 11.45 Saturday night, but she landed in Los Angeles at two o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. And he looked at me and he said, are you drinking? No, it really happened. She went back in time and he was like, babe, I know you think she's amazing. I'm like, no, no, that really happened. That's how this world works. So then Dud's like, so is Travis going to Australia? And I said, yeah, but I don't think he goes to Melbourne this weekend. I think he goes to Sydney next weekend. And he was like, um, why? And I was like, well, because it's like, she's going to like lose a day and he's got to do the, and he was like, no, well, they also have some exit meetings. So even well, and the parade is not until Wednesday. Yeah. So there's so no way. And free until Sunday-ish. So you're probably I think right. goes because I think she'll go from Melbourne on to Sydney. I mean, she now come back to the U.S. in between. There's not a game, and so I think he'll go down like Sunday, Monday, and then be there the whole week with her. Um, yeah. Listen, I'm here for it. Please let Jason and Kylie and Brittany and uh, Patrick be there as well. Sorry, I on. saw somebody on Twitter put, um, "Thank goodness Travis Kelsey's in his Kelsey is in his jobless era, so now he can be in the VIP tent where he belongs." <laughs> Well, you know, we don't, we don't like to belittle people, but um, I will say I never saw Scott Swift wearing a conversation with friends t-shirt when she was with Joe. That's all I'm saying. No. Sorry. Celebrating. (laughs) No, no, never saw you. Um, That has to be so exciting for him to see, like, after the relationships that she's seen, and we've only seen glimpses of it in public. Oh, then to see her in a relationship where this guy has money and is paying for things for her mm-hmm. um, and them, they all get to openly go celebrate him and watch him be just as successful in his field. That has to be mm-hmm. so awesome for them. Well, and and to be included. yeah. And I think too, seeing, I think as a parent, seeing the way he is with his family, he gets mm-hmm. so emotional talking about them. I just, gosh, Talk about two sets of parents who have raised phenomenal human beings. The way that he and Jason are, but even the way we talked about this last night, the way Taylor is, she mm-hmm. always takes a step back, lets him come down and greet Donna and Ed. Always behind. I'm always she's always second. Jason, As same situation. That's parenting right there. Yeah. 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 It's impressive. I need it to work. If not, I'm done with love. It is dead to me. That's all I will say. Um, so that is our Super Bowl recap. It was everything we could have dreamed of and more. I'm going for a three-peat now. I don't think there's any reason they couldn't know that. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, <clears throat> so that's the Super Bowl. Um, we'll quickly talk about the Grammys um, because now those feel like seven years ago, even though it was literally a week ago. Um, is that it? Yeah, it's last Sunday, which is 
Talk about their lives. She breaks the record for four album of the year, four shows in Tokyo. He wins a Super Bowl, and we're talking in a seven-day period. Right. Just normal. Just a normal week. We bought a TV this weekend. That's about all we did. I'm just like. We didn't even get out of the house this weekend. Um, I'm just glad we're alive. But So the Grammys happened. Um, I did. She didn't, Taylor did not sweep, which we wanted but knew was not going to happen. She did right. win pop album. She did break the record for album of the year. Yes. Um, welcome to Soapbox number three. Um, if you got my newsletter last week, you already know a little bit of my feelings. I'll go ahead and share them for those of you who don't know how to read or haven't subscribed. Um, listen, I need you to take a seat if you have a problem with the fact that she took Lana Del Rey on the stage with her or that she didn't hug Celine Dion. And we're going to talk about that because number one, she took Lana up there not to embarrass Lana, but to point out to the Academy that they need to quit snubbing people like Lana Del Rey, who is one of the best songwriters of our generation, even if I don't enjoy watching her perform. Mm -hmm. And Lana was a contributor on the album. She set the precedent for contributors on albums, getting the Grammys as well. Joe Alwyn, hello. You didn't write a dang thing, and we all know that was a lie. Go ahead. Anyway, so that really bothered me. Lana came out. Lana never makes a comment about what people on social media say because she doesn't care. She yeah. even came out and was like, uh-uh, I had no ill will. So, okay, and clearly proves it, shows up at the Super Bowl with her. So that happens. Celine Dion has stiff person syndrome. Mm-hmm. Everyone that was nominated in that category was warned that her reflexes are not controllable. Do not touch her. Taylor didn't touch her. She did what she was supposed to do. And also people are like, well, she should have at least looked at her. Oh, okay. You go win album of the year for the fourth time with like 20 people on stage. Also, why don't you watch the whole video? Because in the whole video, she turns around and looks at Celine Dion, who you clearly see saying, you're welcome. Yeah. And then what happens after? There's pictures of them. Celine Dion posts the pictures. When are you people going to sit down and quit trying to freak out and cause all this woke drama over nonsense? I am so yeah. tired of it. Yeah. yeah. It's not because it was Taylor. It could have been Olivia Rodrigo, who I can't stand. Same situation. Calm down. Yeah. I think just given Go the ahead. situation. I'm off my back. Because at first I was like, man, she didn't even acknowledge her anything. But I was also comparing it to Miley Cyrus and Mariah Carey. Mm. Which that yeah. was a whole debacle and stunt. So it wasn't yep. fair to compare those two reactions. But you're correct. Take stiff man syndrome into account. Like she was trying to be respectful of her space and not embarrass her on the stage. Yeah. Plus, you have a brief moment in time that you can be up on that stage. She's excited. She's probably all over the place. She's making sure her people are up there to get recognition. Like it's just, you're not going to remember every single thing up there. How many times do people like get back and they're like, I totally forgot to thank my, my wife or my husband yeah. or whatever, because yeah. it's chaos. So again, it's one of those things where it's just people that want to find something negative just to find something negative. Yeah. Um, it's honestly, overall, the Grammys were okay for me. I know people were all up in their feelings about Joni Mitchell. And 
bless her. I did nothing for me. I'm I I'm too young. I think maybe I don't know. We're just thing. I was like, she's just tapping a cane and sitting on a chair. Like to me, I thought she might was, die on the stage. I didn't know. Yeah. I just felt you're doing a disservice to put her up there in this state. Maybe do a tribute to mm -hmm. her. Let her be in the audience mm -hmm. to watch it or something. It was just very awkward. But I did not enjoy most of the performances. I didn't either. I um, you're just very thrown together. Except the only one. Chapman. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. The only thing I enjoyed was Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. Um, I honestly didn't mind Miley's. Um, I thought it was really cute when she was like, I just won my first Grammy because I thought that was pure genuine excitement. It. They yeah. were like, why would she use the lyrics? I'm like, she's excited. It's her first Grammy. Let the girl live. So, I'm so tired of humans. Um, <laughs> They're the worst. I don't even like, there's, there's very good proof right there. I don't like Miley Cyrus. Let her live. No. Yeah. Um, which takes me to my next topic of the fashion. I thought Miley was one of the worst dressed. That dress was made out of safety pins, we realized. And that's startling. Um, I'll stop Doja Cat with like a freaking strain wreck. Yeah. Usually, so to me, the Grammys are like the fancier of the music yeah. awards. So it's not like the VMAs and the MTV awards and those kind of things where you are supposed to dress a little bit more outrageous, a little bit more lax. To me, the Grammys right. are a little bit fancier. And I was very disappointed that a lot of the artists didn't. I thought Kelly Clarkson was the best dressed out of everybody. Um, I agree. I liked her. I didn't. I know you did not like her outfit, but I didn't mind Dua Lipa's. Was it? Um, yeah. The silvery sequiny thing. I mean, again, it wasn't and hey, we love we love Taylor. We did not like her. Her get up. Um, if you had taken the gloves off, done different jewelry, and done a softer hairstyle, I could have, I could have gotten behind that. Yeah, I didn't. They I didn't, didn't dig it. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. She announced the new album. Um, people were mad about that, of course, because God forbid we do anything without making somebody mad. Um, I'm can't wait. Super thrilled. I wasn't mad that she announced the new album. I was mad it wasn't rent. Oh, I've given up. Listen, I've given up. You know, I was semi-clowning again. I was semi-clowning again this past weekend to 10 in Tokyo. That was nothing. Um, and I, I hesitate to even say it, but did you see the Disney Plus commercial last night? Uh, no, I don't think I saw it. Because in a Disney Plus commercial at the very end, it said, are you ready for it? Um, but what I have found out in my like snooping around the internet, my snooping around the internet is I believe that Reputation Tour is going to get put on Disney Plus along with the Eras Tour. I hope so. That would I do too. One. I'm thrilled. That's my that's what I always watch on the plane. So I'm thrilled. Um, yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with the album. We forgot to mention when the Chiefs did their intro video and Travis said, "Are you ready for it?" and winked at the end. Anyway, we're done. Um. <laughs> So that was for the Grammys. I, again, it, we probably should have done yeah. a recap last week, but I nearly died in the flu. So that was. <laughs> um, so we've gathered here today to actually discuss the People's Choice Awards, which are this coming Sunday, the day before my 41st birthday. Which that sounded weird in general, just saying out loud. Um, OK, getting a little old here. So. 
you have done research for us to tell us that the voting took place between January 11th and January 19th for the People's Choice Awards. We're only going to talk about some of the main categories because there are about 387,000 different categories for People's Choice. And then 75 options for each category. It's too much. So many nominees. How long does this program last? Seven, eight hours? I can't even. Surely half of them aren't televised. I mean, well, and this is not something I'm probably going to tune into. I mean, I don't know. We'll I'll see. Awards at the end. I might watch the red carpet. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm not going to start with the big ones. Let me go to the bottom of our notes. Um, oh, not the bottom. Okay, let's let's start here. Um, social celebrity of the year. There really isn't a word for everything. Um, yeah, when I was looking through these, I was like, well, that's new. <laughs> and. I, there was not a, perhaps we should have looked up a definition. I don't really know what that means. To me, it means like super active on social media, large following. I don't know, something I like that. Large following. So we've got uh, Britney Spears, uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Selena Gomez, and Taylor. I went Taylor with this um, because when am I not going to? But honestly, I didn't really think the rest of them. I, I don't I thought those were a weird combination of people. Yeah, I also thought, first off, if the voting was in January, who was the biggest media person at that time? Taylor Swift. Who has the largest army that comes behind her and votes for everything? Taylor Swift. So because this is voted by the people and the fans, mm -hmm. none of those others, I didn't think, even Kim Kardashian, I don't think she's got a big enough following that's going to go on there and vote for her. I mean, I think Kim and Kylie probably have enough like actual people that have clicked follow, but like not active followers. Right. Um, right. And the rock, the rock. I still, I'm so confused how that even goes together. Um, yes. song of the year. Interesting choices. Uh, Dance tonight with Dua Lipa. Fast car with Luke Combs. Flowers Miley. Um, I'm unsure how to say this, so I'm gonna go with uh, fuck you mean. I don't know. Gonna. My apologies <laughs> to any small ears that are just heard that. I have no idea what's happening. Um, Greedy, Tate McRae, Last Night, Morgan Wallen, Pink Town Red, Doja, and Vampire, Olivia Rodrigo. What was your thought on this? So I had to look at this one for a while because, again, I'm trying to in my head, what's the most popular that was in people's minds at the moment? So I went to their Dance the Night or Fast Car. I just Okay. Okay. Just Biggest. And again, Flowers was so last year, it feels, that I don't okay, think that there's enough draw that just, people are like, oh, that's just, the one. What's the Grammys, though? I don't know. I know um, if they had voted this past week, I would have said Fast Car um, post Grammys performance. Um, I am actually thinking Dance the Night, I think Dua Lipa, she's so yeah. international, and I think that helps. That's true. Um, kind of an outside pick. I sort of wondered about Greedy Tate McRae because that song is like always up in the top. And I don't really particularly like Tate McRae, but I'm also maybe like I, over the age of 25. Maybe I heard it and I didn't know that's what it was. Oh, no. You missed it, I assure you, um, because it's nothing to write home about. But it's always on the chart. So interesting. Um. I thought it was almost pointless that they have a concert tour of the year category. Like if Taylor Swift doesn't right. win out with the air tour, like you're stupid. So, um, 
the only thing I could see is potentially love on tour with Harry Styles or maybe Renaissance tour with Beyonce. But like the fact that the fact that Coldplay and Morgan Wallen were on here, I was like, come on now. How did, I want to know how this even gets dominated. That's what I should have looked up. Well, apparently anybody and anybody, everyone could get in. I mean, there's 14 nominees for everything. Right. Um, there was categories that I was like, I don't even, none of these stick out to me. Pop Artist of the Year, Billie Eilish, Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, Jungkook, Miley, Olivia Rodrigo, Tate McRae, and Taylor. I think it's Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. I don't think I'm naive on this one. I, this is not the Grammys. I, I could see Taylor I sweeping just, her categories. I just take into account the audience that's going to be voting, and Taylor Swift has people that will get on there every single day and do all the votes. So I just, mm -hmm. to me, these People Choice fan ones are always going to lean more towards it's just like the VMAs. I mean, she swept those. So female artist of the year was Beyonce, Doja Cat, Carol G, Lainey Wilson, Miley, Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, and Taylor. I'm going to go Taylor. I could see Carol G maybe sneaking in there with some international votes. Possibly. I don't know. We'll see. Um, male artist of the year. This one, I didn't really know what to say because I couldn't pick one. I mean, it's Bad Bunny, Drake, Jack Harlow, Jungkook. Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Post Malone in the weekend. Here's the thing. Bad Bunny in the weekend always have like a gazillion streamers. I do not enjoy either one of them. No. I mean, they're okay. Um, yeah. I always think Drake's going to pull in a lot of people because it's Drake. I like Jack Harlow. And I like Post Malone. And I know you don't. So, yeah, I didn't know. So, I just yeah. said, um, I just said Bad Bunny. Okay. I just randomly picked Jack Harlow just because he has that one catchy song that's all over his <laughs> I mean, it's the only thing my eight-year-old sings, which is so appropriate. Um, Nighttime talk show. I I mean, there's 14 kids. I feel like that. I said Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Um, daytime talk show. I'm going Kelly Clarkson. That's who I picked. Okay, because I could see people saying Drew Barrymore, though. I mean, she's been decent. Listen, I feel like Kelly's got more of a draw, though. I can't, I can't handle the Drew Barrymore show because she creepily rubs on everyone. She's up on them, and I can't do Listen, it. Listen, when we're famous, can't. we can't go on Drew's show because unless you're sitting by her, because <laughs> back off me, like I cannot stop it. It's too much. I can't. Yeah. Um. There's a couple on here on our list that I'm skipping because now that I read them, I'm like, mm. um, yeah. female TV star of the year. Um, this beef show with Ali Wong, it came up a lot on the Golden Globes. I have literally never heard of it until the Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a Netflix one or something. It's on a I, stream. So I have a. I'm torn on that one because. I love Ted Lasso and I love Hannah Waddingham. Um, yeah. I feel I like Ted Lasso, though, is a little old for this crowd. Yeah, I agree. So then I was thinking Reese Witherspoon because I also love that in the morning show. But again, so I went Selena Gomez, Only Murders in the Building, because here's what I thought. People will not have seen this show that are voting, but they're going to know that name and they're going to vote it. That's true. But OK, that makes sense. 
I picked Quinta Brunson just because Abbott Elementary seems to be everywhere with their advertisement. So I was like, maybe. Did you see that Jason Kelsey's in the recent episode? No, but I saw Jalen Hurts was. It's just an episode. Jason's in it too. It's on our docket to watch tonight because that's one of our shows we like to keep up with. I, yeah, I haven't watched the episode, but yeah, I saw Jason was on it. I was like, what? They never that's talked funny. about this. Um, yeah. Male TV star. Um, I went Jeremy Allen White from the Bear because I feel like it wins everything. Um, but with this crowd, I could also see Chase Stokes winning for Outer Chase Rank. Stokes. I could see that too. Because I think um, you're right. I think they're going to be like, I haven't seen any of this, and they're going to pick a name that they know. Yeah. The uh, Bensworthy show of the year Beef, Citadel, Jury Duty, Love is Blind, Queen Charlotte, The Crown, The Night Agent, and Summer I Turn Pretty. I think based on this crowd, it's The Summer I Turn Pretty. Okay. I haven't seen any of those. So I was like, I don't know. You've never seen know. The Summer I Turn Pretty? No. What? I know. Okay. You, We're going to have to have it. This is, this is, I don't know that I'm going to pull through. Okay. I'm just going to keep it moving. I don't know. What else to say? Um, I don't even know how to function right now. Okay. The next one is the show of the year, which I'm like, I guess that's different than Ben Worthy's show of the year, but are we not really kind of talking about the same thing? Um, I said the bear because it wants everything else, but I also kind of wondered if it might be Saturday Night Live. I didn't know. And I picked the only murders in the building because I thought people are going to be like, oh, Selena Gomez. Let's just pick that. Yeah, possibly. Um, okay. Movie performance of the year. Uh, America Ferrera, Ferrera from Barbie. Um, Charles Melton from May, December. Danielle Brooks, The Color Purple. Jacob Elordi from Saltburn. Melissa McCarthy, Little Mermaid. Natalie Portman, May, December. Simu Liu. From Barbie, who is also hosting the People's Choice Awards, um, and is a huge Swifty and a huge Chiefs fan, so that should be fun. Nice. Um, and his wife is Gracie Abrams' agent, so that's fun too. Um, Vi <laughs> saying Viola Davis from Air. Um, I went America Ferrera. I did too. I did too. That was just such a good performance. Still, again, I find it very strange of all these people like Natalie Portman from May, December. Who's even heard of that? No, no. more go Robbie. Nope. No more go. Crazy. Okay. Whatever we're doing here, I don't even know. Okay. For something. I mean, but she is nominated for Female Movie Star of the Year, um, along with Florence Pugh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Good Lord. Halle Bailey. Um <laughs> Jenna Ortega, Jennifer Lawrence, Julia Roberts, Rachel Zegler, and Viola Davis. Um, I am going actually Margot or Rachel Zegler on this one. Okay. I can see that. I picked Margot. I mean, I think it should be Margot, but all this Margot hate, so I went with Rachel Zegler because she's big on social media. Yeah. Um, male movie star of the year. Cillian Murphy, Chris Pratt, Keanu Reeves, Leonardo DiCaprio, Ryan. God, I'm like drunk over here. Ryan Gosling, Michael B. Jordan, Timothy Chalamet, Tom Cruise. Every time I read Timothy Chalamet's name, I hear Jamie B. Golden from the podcast saying Timothy. So literally I was just said Timothy. Correct. <laughs> um, but anyway, so That's actually funny. on this one, I either thought Timothy or Ryan Gosling and not because Wonka was anything to write home about, but again, recognizable name. 
Yeah, I went Ryan Gosling on this one, just trying to take into account the audience that was going to be voting. Yeah, I, and honestly, because like a lot of these, like Killers of the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer, that is not this crowd. Like, no, no, I don't see that at all. I don't even think Tom Cruise is Mission Impossible. I think that's too old too. Yeah, I don't think they have the social media following of the generation that's going to go online and vote for things. Agreed. Um, okay, last two categories. I saved the, my, one of my favorites for the last. Um, athlete of the Year, um, Coco Gauff, Giannis, A, I'm not going to even try, um, LeBron, Lionel Messi, Sabrina, I never know how to say her last name, um, Simone Biles, Steph Curry, or Travis. I went Travis. Of course. He's our I mean, so. <laughs> let's be honest. There's a bunch of Swifties voting. You know, they're going Travis. Um, interesting thought. Wonder if he goes to the People's Choice Awards. Oh, maybe. Yet again, another red carpet. It'll just depend on who he takes with him because I don't see that being one where he would have a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Unless he, I could see maybe he and Patrick presenting an award. I could see that. Super I could see that happening. Um, okay, last one. Movie of the year. Barbie Fast X, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Oppenheimer, Spider-Man, Taylor Swift, Ares Tour, Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid, and Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, okay, here's the thing. I would love it if it's Ares Tour film. I don't think it will be. I think it'll be Barbie. I think it'll be Barbie. But yeah. I will not be shocked if it is the Ares Tour movie. Right. Because again, who's voting? Swifties. Swifties. Yeah. We, we show up. We we do everything well. So that's that's right. And anything that the Swifties can vote for, she wins. Things like the Grammys they can't vote for, sometimes she doesn't win. Yep. Yeah. Um. So those were our thoughts and feelings about the People's Choice Awards. Um. Any other notes you wanted to point out? I don't think so on this one. I think we've covered it. I think people's choice, that's one that's because it's people voting and you can vote more than once. It could be anybody's ball game. You just yeah. never know. Cillian Murphy's mother could be on there voting every single day and shock us. Well, <laughs> you could also build a bot real easy that just votes repetitively for you. So, um, you know, who knows? Good point. Well, this was a great episode. It was supposed to be about the People's Choice Awards, but listen, the Super Bowl, we'll probably be talking about it on next week's episode. So, 100%. We're still not over it. We still got Disneyland. We got the parade. We got Australia. There's, so There's a lot. Guys, so they much. just ne they never stopped. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, follow us on social media, share us with your friends, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye, Bye guys. guys.